um, I, I have four great adult children. Awesome, awesome, awesome. It's definitely he did run for Senate two years ago, it was? Two years ago. Two years ago. So he was- Let's talk about the founding of the Distinguished Gentleman's Club. Absolutely. So uh, about eight years um, ago. So you're a mother. So how many, how many children? I have five children. Okay. Saying that I was there, African American, and they got this from our president. You know, they were voting. Uh, what were you doing when you were college? The first or the second time? <laughs> <laughs> we both the first time. So I was like, I was in and out. <laughs> Good. Awesome, awesome. So let's. So that, that really is a great place to transition. And who was sitting across from me or beside me is never going to sway that. Listen, man. One, I'm not going to cry on this episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've made it. I've made it through all of these episodes. I think I've cried once. <laughs> What are, what are the things that you're most proud of accomplishing, you know, as a congressman and as whip? We'll talk with Yo, 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 yo. Hello, world, and welcome back to Real Talk with Rajan when nothing's off limits. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with me, and I appreciate that. I am your host, Rajan Lewis. Now, here on Real Talk with Rajan, everything's debatable, so on any given week, we could be discussing anything from sports to music to politics. You name it, we'll discuss it. What'd you say? You name it. We'll you name it. All right, you name it, we'll discuss it. Oh, you're trying to do a back and forth thing? Okay, let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing's off limits. Oh, you messed it up. You name it, we'll discuss it. I am your host, Rajon Lewis. Now, for those who are new to the show, Real Talk Rajon has a goal of shining a light on the great things and the great people that are all around us. It started out in a small little room in Somerville, South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, and now we've expanded to the Central Time Zone. Shout out to the Central Time Zone. Shout out to everybody who's doing what they do. Y'all already know what time it is. But tonight, before I introduce my guest, I have to introduce my guest host. Hello. Tell me about yourself. I'm Isis, and um, this is my dad. I am her dad, and um, you like to sing. Uh, yes, I like to sing. All yes. right, she's giving the, she's giving the great content today. The great content today. But like I said, we have a goal of shining a light on the great people and the great things that are all around us here, not only in the Low Country but beyond and beyond and beyond. And tonight, I have a very special guest. Um, this young lady. I'm going to tell the story when she comes on, but she's an amazing, amazing, amazing young woman. I'm excited to talk to her. I'm excited to bring her to the Real Talk audience, Real Talk family. Please introduce Miss Rachel Webb. Hello, hello, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I am living life, just smiling here in the central time. <laughs> so, what, so what city are you in? Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas, baby. All right. Okay. Home of the Cowboys. Are you a Cowboy fan? You know, I think because my mom is, yes. Okay. I just want to go ahead and establish. I am a Niners fan. Nice. I've only been to Dallas once. I've only been to Dallas once, and it was to see the the Cowboys play the Niners, and we won. So that's the only time I'm going to mention that. Yeah. Turn my hat back around. (laughs) But you don't care about sports, so I like it. I no, like I, I love sports. I actually grew up running track. I played basketball, soccer, tennis, all those sports. I love sports. Oh, I'm, so you are a sports fan. I'm a sports fan, but I don't follow it that much. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So for, for those in the audience who do not know you, please introduce yourself. Hello. My name is Rachel Webb. I am a singer, songwriter, vocal coach, wedding singer, musical theater artist, 
all of that from uh, Dallas, Texas, as yep. we just spoke about. Um, I've been singing in church since I was seven years old and just recently have gotten in, like seriously into worship leading. So that's something I'm really excited about. Okay. But other than that, I just graduated from college at Texas State University. TSU. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, TSU is Texas Southern, and that uh, one, I think that one's all. Yeah. Really? But okay. Texas, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so do, do y'all call yourself Texas U? Texas T- TSU? Do y'all use the letters or? No. No. Okay. Cool. So, so she says, "Who's Michael Julia Lowe, Jonathan? I see you. Um, it's her Mike Lowe, or it's her Mike Lowe, Jonathan? Tell me. I'll keep going." Um, I'm not sure. It's probably Isis because her mic was literally low on her thing, so we got to talk up here. This is her first time doing an interview. So my daughter Isis is actually joining us for this interview because she is a big singer. a big She, she loves to sing. Yay. So I also want to tell you why she's a part of this. So the night... So first of all, there's this great app out there if you guys don't know about it and you're not an iPhone user. <laughs> called Clubhouse. Um, and on this app, people come in and have these great conversations and do uh, like they have really dope conversations. They have, they drop gems and you get financial advice and you hear they have these different rooms where people are singing and stuff. And one night they were holding auditions for uh, the clubhouse reduction of dream girls. dream girls. And me and my daughter were sitting and listening to it. Cause she like, anytime there's singing involved, me and her have to be like, we have to, we have to be on it. So mm-hmm. we were listening to all the singers and then this young lady came to the stage and started singing. And I was like, whoa, who is that? And I immediately reached out to you as soon as you finished, like before they even picked you. And I was like, yo, I got to interview you. So first of all, how'd you get into singing? Um, My mom is a singer and my dad plays drums. They met in a band and then, you know, fell in love. Um, but... Music has always been a part of my family. And so then there was a point in time when my mom put started putting me into talent shows. Mm-hmm. And so I was just working on my craft at that young age, the way that my mom had me to do so. So I would be in talent shows. Uh, we'd travel. We would audition. <laughs> I would audition for like America's Got Talent, knowing that's not a singer show. And like maybe one or two singers in the whole, like all of the seasons would would win. But we're look. We've always been looking for exposure. In yeah. That way. yeah. Okay. So you. So what? So you. So you've auditioned for America's Got Talent. What else? Uh, the Voice, American Idol. That's it. The That's four. crazy. And so, did you make any? Did you did you make like the the final rounds of any of them? No, um, but there was a point when I was able to go straight to the executive producer rounds, so that's cool. That yeah, it's cool, but with your voice, like that's crazy. So I so I also sing, right? And I've been to American Idol tryouts twice, and both times it was like, like I don't know if they, I don't know what it was, but they they didn't pick me. Let's just put it that way. Um, and yeah. so like, but I heard some, but I remember being there and thinking there's so many amazing singers here. And like all of them were just being like led to the door, like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. Did you feel? Did you feel in that experience like maybe like, like it was more about the show than it was about actually finding the talent? At sometimes, definitely. Um, yeah, these are great shows. They, they're on television and people love them. I do 
have to like sort of critique the process because it's more about the story. A lot of times people yeah. don't care about what you sound like as long as you have a good story to use to catapult you into the mainstream television. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually had somebody say, Rachel, you actually have a big testimony. You should share it. And I'm like, mm, I'll share it yeah. when, when God leads me to share my testimony. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come through somebody. Come through. Do you have any questions? Yes, I do have a question. Right. My first question is, how old were you when you first started singing? I was around six or seven in the church choir. Yeah. What about you? Put the mic to your mouth. Um, I... <laughs> she didn't expect me to ask the questions. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm the... You don't know when you started singing? Um, probably like your <laughs> age. She was so Isis was around like when she first started like singing. She used to sing in the in the gospel choir and stuff when she was yeah. a lot younger. She doesn't yeah. remember because she was really young. But mm -hmm. now she's actually a student, a vocal student at the School of the Arts. So that's yeah. she like. Did you go through any like School of the Arts programs or anything like that? Yeah, me too. Yeah, um, I did that in high school. My last two years of high school, I went to what's called Booker T. Washington High School for the Performing and Visual Arts. Long name. But if you know who Erica Badu is, she was in that program mm. uh, actually for dance, and nobody knew that. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What other, like, are there other, any other, like, big names that came out of that school? All of the people, most of the people in God's property that was part of Kirk Franklin's, like, his Gee, crew. Me. Lately, mm -hmm. I've been going through some things that's really got me down. So yeah. you sing gospel. <laughs> so you sing gospel. And I I also, I watched the video where you and the young lady were doing the um, mashup of the Black National Anthem. Um, oh, and like, yeah. first of all, y'all killed it, first of all. Thank like, you. Killed it, killed it. Um, and the young lady was like, she was like Kirk Franklin's daughter's best friend or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, you just got mad friends that are like mad famous like that? I have a feeling Jada Arnell is going to be famous in the next 30 minutes. Like she's she's so driven and like there's an anointing on her life, mm. but also she does have those connections. Like she was in, this is her story, so I probably shouldn't be telling it, but she was like um, in cheerleading with Kennedy at, at a young age. And so then they became really close friends and now they're like, they're like buddy, buddy. Yeah, but y'all's voices, like the thing I liked about hearing y'all sing, because a lot of times when you hear, especially like in like social media singing, people don't really focus on the blend and and the tone of of their of their vocals. Mm -hmm. And you guys, when y'all were singing together, it definitely you could tell that you weren't like trying to outshine each other. It was more about how do we get the the right tone, the right pitch. How long yeah. have y'all been singing together? We have been singing. Oh goodness. So I've over six years. It's been about about six years since we've met each other and started singing together. Okay, cool. So cool, cool. She, she has an amazing memory. I didn't remember this until she told me this like the day before we did that. But she was like, yeah, Rachel, when you met me, you said, I want to be a friend. Let's sing together. And so then we had then since then be, been friends. But um, we've been singing together since then. We were in a, an acapella group together called Young, Gifted, and Black Artists. Ah. There were seven of us in total. Five of us went to school together. The other, well, six of us went to school together. The other one went to another school in the Dallas area. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so how much how much of that, like, group singing have you done as opposed to, like, soloing? 
actually have done a, a lot of group singing. In high school, I was part of the gospel choir. I was part of a chamber choir on the side called Meister Singers. Mm. Um, I really, really enjoyed choral singing in, in high school, both at the art school and my um, my original high school, which is DeSoto, Texas. That's, you know, I grew up in DeSoto. Okay. Uh, that's about 15 minutes south of Dallas. Anyway, but back to the group singing. Um, Choral singing has been my thing since middle school. And then you get college because YGBA, we were together for all of high school. Mm -hmm. And then um, we were just, we were like gigging around Dallas, the little yeah. galas and banquets and things like that. And then I get to college and I joined an acapella group, another one called uh, Voca Libre. Okay. So, and if you know who Bay Turner is, I don't know if you know who that is, but he, no? Okay, well, he was part of the Dream Girl auditions. He was like, they were talking about how this man came in and just sounded like, ugh, so good. <laughs> um, but anyway, anyway, he, he, you know that part in Dream Girls where um, Jimmy Early's song is stolen by the white guys? Oh, yes, I remember him. Yes, he I heard, I, I heard that guy when he auditioned. That yes. was him? Yes, they, yeah. Oh, we were in college together. Okay. And we were both in vocal libre together. And so, yeah. Okay. But other than that, I've been singing um, by myself throughout, but mostly mm -hmm. in those groups settings. Okay. My second question is, do you expect to become a famous singer in the future? That's a good question. Because fame is a touchy subject. I see a lot of people who are famous and I'm gonna get really deep, sorry. Cool. Um, I see a lot of people who are famous and I worry about the, the feelings that they have on the inside. If there's anybody who knows me personally, you'll know that I'm an empath. So what anybody else is feeling, whether I can see them face to face or not, I can feel sort of how they're feeling. Um, and I recognize that a lot of people who have a lot of fame don't really have a lot of happiness. Mm. And I don't look forward to something like that. I believe that I have a lot of followers right now. 6,000 followers is, is pretty cool for me, you know? Um, but I don't know if I want to be famous. I don't know if I want my life to be in the spotlight. I don't know if I want my choices to be construed on social media the way that it is for a lot mm. of people who are quote unquote famous. Um, but I do want to be able to sustain myself and then one day to be able to pour into my family with uh, wealth and to continue to have a set, you know, uh, set finances, yeah. set, you know, emotional support system. But on the other side, if I were to more notoriety, then I would um, have to keep my circle small. You know, I have to keep my circle really small. Like the people that I am close to, the people that I share my business with, they'd have to continue to be those people that I trust, which mm -hmm. I have a, a great group of people right now who I trust. Um, so, yeah. I don't really want fame, but if, if it happens, that's something that I'm okay with. That's beautiful. I love that. 
You got a follow-up question? Yes. I to have... the question that she asked? Oh, to, to her answer? <laughs> I said... Do you want to be famous? Kind of and kind of not. Okay. I'm so what, not. Why, why do you say that? I mean, you can answer it. It's fine. You can't remember? Okay, cool. I just, I'm just asking. Thank you for providing that, that 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 insight into that as well, because it's really important, especially for young girls, to understand that you know, it's not what a lot of people think it is to, when you finally get to that place. Um, but so, oh, she has. Okay, so yeah. So the reason why I don't want to be famous is because, like, sometimes like there's a lot of paparazzi, and sometimes like being famous, people hate and they um like cause like say death things about death threats uh, and some people just yeah don't read the comments talk some people yeah. don't yeah that's what I'm they, they like they don't care right so like maybe like, maybe if i was famous right maybe instead of people being nice in the comment section maybe people in there just trying to like say like evil things to try to tear tear me down or to, mm -hmm. to make make fun of my daughter or to make um Miss Webb feel you know less than herself. So I definitely can understand why people would not, would not want to be famous. I remember when I was a kid, I used to like you know how people wish upon a star. Mm -hmm. So anytime I used to see a star, I'm like Lord, please make like I just want to be a famous singer. I want to be famous so mm -hmm. bad. And then what I realized is when I got older, like I was meant to be a good dad. And like, that's something that I learned to value and to appreciate. So like opportunities like this, you know, are, are things that I, I really take value in. So if you don't want to be famous, um, what, what are some things that you do aspire to in, in terms of music? In terms of music, that's a really good question. I aspire to tell truthful stories and stories that people can grow from in my music. So like I said, I do write music. I don't have anything out right now. But I have a lot in my journal. And I'm wary about posting or worry about creating something too quickly because I want it to be really meaningful. Um, so I want the music that I put out, the roles that I will play eventually on a screen or on a stage to be heartfelt. And I want people to see it and be changed in the mm. moment that they see it, in the moment that they hear the words. Yeah. Um, so I aspire to, if there's a following that I gain, I want it to be of people who know what they're going to get, you know? Yeah. yeah. I don't want people to think that, oh, okay, Rachel is, you know, coming into this, <laughs> this fame, and now she's going to change the way that she acts, change the way yeah. that she acts. I, I don't plan on showing my body. I don't plan on adding a whole bunch of prof profane words in my music or yeah. doing a whole bunch of roles that are like that. So I aspire to that, but I also aspire to reach people's heart. Like when it comes to worship, I've, I've just recently, been able to understand what God is doing. Mm. <laughs> like I've been singing gospel music for a long time, but in in the industry, you can get to a place of fame and you can get to a place of people praising you because you sound good, mm -hmm. or you can lead people to God. Yeah. So that's that's what I aspire to right now. Yeah. To be a vessel. And yeah. the crazy thing about like I remember when like that's 
even with you singing the songs from Dreamgirls, mm-hmm. that's what I felt. Mm. Like I, I honestly felt like I didn't I didn't message anybody else that night. Like I'm telling you, the, you're the only person. You know how some people in Clubhouse, and I'm about to be shady. I'm sorry. You know some people in Clubhouse just message everybody like, "Yo, I think you're so dope. We should link." Like, nah. Like I only message people that I think are truly phenomenal. So the people that I'm I'm bringing on the show that I've met through Clubhouse are people that I truly felt like like I connected with. Like on on like like there was something about the way you um delivered your song that really spoke to me. So I I love hearing that because that's definitely who you are. I also love hearing. Mm-hmm that you are the type of person who, who has the mindset to realize the power of music and mm-hmm. the, the, the power of, of, of your voice and the, the things that you have the ability to do just by singing. Um, even if you're, even regardless of the words that you sing, you know, I think of somebody like her. Her could sing the phone book. She could. She could sing the phone book and I'm here for it. Tori Kelly could sing the phone book and yeah. I'm here for it. Like, like the yeah. entire phone book. Beginning to end. And I'm here for it. But to hear it from you, from somebody who is is still aspiring towards it, especially in a time where young ladies and no shade to nobody who does it, but you know, they're they're doing a lot of crazy things to get extra followers. I love hearing you Mm -hmm. say, I have six thousand followers and I'm good with that. Yeah. (laughs) You know, some people be like, oh my God. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I only have 6,000 followers and she has 60,000. What do I need to do to get to where she is? But instead you're like, I'm good where I'm at. And I know that when my growing increases, it's going to be because of who I am and not because of what I'm projecting. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to put that out there and just, and just, and just thank you and and acknowledge you for that. My daughter has another question. Thank you so much. So this one, I didn't write this song down, but have you made any songs? I have. I have made a song. Okay. So there's one song that I haven't released, uh, but I kind of want to tweak it up before. But I made this my senior year. It's called I Can't Imagine. Uh, my friend Raleigh, who is an amazing, amazing artist, producer, piano player, everything. Um, he has music out on Spotify. Anyway, R A L I. But he helped me to create this song. And I can sing a little bit for you. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm, do I even remember this? Uh, I was going through, like, so much in high school. Help me sing anything else, if you want. What say? We would love to hear that song. Or yes. anything else you said. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. So, this is I Can't Imagine. It's, like, gospel, but, like, not really. But, yes. Okay. Okay. It goes, I can't imagine the patience it takes to deal with me lord i can't imagine the patience it takes to deal with me every day i betray you then call you my friend am i lying to myself when i say that i'm a christian so lord i can't imagine how loving you've been and will be i just cannot imagine how you so power filled would share that love with me if i haven't been a good child or servant or a loyal friend to you would my idol 
like you do. That, oh my god. That was amazing. Oh my god. Like gosh. those those high hit those high notes you hit perfectly. Thanks. And the low notes, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and one, I don't know why you didn't release that song. You think it's I, I'm still thinking that's about it. I'm still like, marinating on it. That's fire. I, I'm a songwriter as well. Like yeah. that's that's fire. Like your voice is so and your amazing. voice in it, yes. What were, you, what were your thoughts, Isis? Share, huh? Your voice is amazing. Thank you, Isis. <laughs> Thank you. That was really good. So my so Jordan said, um, Jordan Johnson, hey Jordan, hey JJ. She says, Can you release it? You got to. I agree. Listen, you got that's fire. I yeah. love that. I will. Well, I will. My wife says, please. I will for you guys. All right. Thank you so much. And and like tag me. I, and my homeboy Dwayne, shout out to Tiger, says, "Man, mm. we need that song." Mm. So, the the streets is loving it. The streets is loving it. Okay. Um, so, 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 you recorded that? Um, I put it on on video because it was just a performance. Okay. I got all of my. Uh, we were. It was senior year. We did this thing at our art school called Creations, where we had to collaborate with other clusters so mm -hmm. at high school we call them clusters music theater dance and visual arts mm -hmm. and um so the music cluster had to collaborate with any other any of the other three and so i collaborated with some people on dance and i think oh oh yeah and theater my friend uh, alexa lucky did a poem in the middle of it mm. so. wow it was beautiful yeah yeah, we need that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we need that. That's that's okay. fire. So how long have you been writing? That was my first song. That was the first song you wrote? That was the first I finished. I wouldn't I yeah, I wouldn't have called myself a writer because I would get to the point of like maybe up to the chorus and be like, okay, I can't do it anymore. Not trusting what it would come out. Yeah. That's the first song you wrote. Oh my god! Here's how I know it wasn't me. Okay, here's how I know it wasn't me. I finished the song. Okay. Rachel, in her own mind, would count herself out, as she did in the past so many times. Yeah. And um. Yeah. So that was the first song I'd ever finished, and the accomplishment that I felt, I was just mm. like, "Wow, I cannot believe that that is something." that I, because again, like I said, I would count myself out. So I never yeah. thought I could do. And so God was literally telling me, you are doing it yeah. because I'm giving it to you. It was mm. just like this. He just never stopped. Yes. Yeah. I, listen, listen, Jordan says, first of all, she says, do you have the video? If you have that video, mm -hmm. it needs to go on, on some social media site immediately okay. so we can all look at it and share it. Um, yes. The second thing she says is, I would love to see the cluster. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. would love to see the cluster. And then Jordan said, she's never writing again. No, and Jordan, I, think I, too, I think I too am throwing down my pen. <laughs> <laughs> because the first song I wrote, the first song I wrote was in fifth grade. Fifth mm -hmm. grade, yeah. It was called Special Girl. Aww. It was not about deep things like you just talked about, like betraying the Lord. 
<laughs> it was called Special Girl. And I still remember it, which is crazy. But that's another thing for another day. This ain't about me. Um, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I love writing songs. Like, that's something I, I truly love. You know, um, my, my daughter's, my daughter Tasha writes music. My daughter Tasha writes, uh, and she plays the acoustic as well. Do you oh, play any instruments? I don't, no. Do you, are you going to learn? Yeah, I want to learn. As soon as I get these nails off. Uh, what do you want to learn to play? You gonna play piano or guitar? <laughs> piano. I do want to learn piano because just because it'll help with my vocal lessons, but it'll also help me. Like if I ever wanted to accompany myself, when I would be able to do that instead of yeah. always being like, "Hey, can you, can you help me?" Yeah. Which I love collaborating. Not yeah. gonna lie. Like I'm not gonna hold you. I love yeah. to collaborate. But yeah. But like it, it also looks fly when you can like be like. Yeah, I'm gonna sing a song. Exactly. Like, oh, okay, all right. Well, that's, that's what she's doing. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Trying to be like that. My boy. You don't have to name. You don't have to number the questions. I promise. <laughs> what are the places you sing? You sing at. Okay. Or what are your favorite places? Places you. So, which the favorite your favorite places you performed? Favorite, ooh, favorite place that I've ever performed. Okay, so come on, Rachel, come on. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're supportive here at Real Talk, Rajah. Oh, I got it! I got it! Okay, uh, there's a place here in Dallas called the Black Academy of Arts and Letters. Mm. And it is a place that is a, it's a theater connected to the convention center. And my mentor, who was over YGBA, allowed us to sing there. So he has this venue called the Cafe Muse. And so we would go into the Muse. It's like a, if you go to, like, think of a poetry lounge or like a, you know, one of those types of places where they do slam poetry. It's one of those, but mm. I was singing. And yeah, there was a, yeah, I was singing, what did I sing? I sang a lettucey song called Ooh. I Blame You. And it was so much fun. Okay. That See, night was when I recognized that I had, uh, that I could let go and mm -hmm. just sing. Who, who, who are your musical influences? Lettucey, Stevie Wonder. Avery Wilson, Avery, Shalea, Stevie Mackey, and there's a long list. Aretha Franklin, mm, Tina Turner, believe it or not. Whitney Houston is at the top of the list. Mm -hmm. um, who else? There's so many more, and I feel like I'm just, there's so You're many. from Texas, and you have yet to say the Texas name. In the world name of Beyonce. I love Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> I love Beyonce, but she's not like my my most. Yeah, she's not top of these tops for you. She's not. She's great, and I love her performance. She's... If somebody were to say which performers influence okay. you, okay, word, I feel that. Okay, but I well, but I'm not gonna lie though. Her music is really, really moving mm -hmm. throughout the years. More so, but more so in like the later music than like the early stuff. Cause like the early mm -hmm. stuff, they reached for a lot of stuff. But like since she became like her own woman, and you can tell like she's really got control of 
the sound and the control of, of, of what's happening musically, like it's definitely grown leaps and bounds in terms of like long longevity as far as, far as like replayability. Actually, I would say her earlier stuff influenced me more than the new. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what? Like right, we got to talk about this. Um. So Destiny's Child. Me I love Destiny's Child. I love Destiny. All I got in the end is what I found out. It's like these songs, nobody had it for them. They created mm -hmm. the sound that they were yeah. looking for. Yeah. And it became mainstream and it became something that everybody could relate to. Mm -hmm. um, girl, I can tell you've been crying and you need somebody to talk to. Another song, I think, is Deja Vu and um, Upgrade You. Those two songs, not only do they just get me hype, but like the musical... The, the way that the songs were written, it was just so, they're just so. Yeah, 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 I could definitely hear that. What's your favorite song to perform? My favorite song to perform? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Let me think, let me think. This is a hard question. Um, It's. It's different because I'm performing on Instagram Live more than I am, Clubhouse more than I am on a stage. Yeah. But it'll have to be If Only You Knew by Ooh, Patty. Patty. Yeah. Or I Have Nothing by Whitney Houston. Ooh, okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So. All right, so I'm gonna make a request. I'm gonna make a request because just because you said it, you, you said you you said Batman. So now 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 we gotta hear it. I shouldn't have done it. <laughs> Whitney Houston. Yeah. Whitney. Okay, let me see. Um, I just gotta make sure I got the key right. Let me. You too. Let me see that. I gotta make sure I got the key. Okay, okay, okay. Almost there. All right. Okay. <laughs> You're good. I have nothing. She's looking it up. So for those who are those who are listening on the podcast, the audio podcast, she's currently looking up the song I Have Nothing on her. Well, while we wait. While Apple we wait, movie. we can just look at the comments. We can look at the comments. Oh, she says, um, Dwayne says. I love your voice, but I gotta go. Keep up the good work. That's that's the one. My wife said this is a beautiful song, such a beautiful song. And I'm talking over the audio because I don't want to get this video muted. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you got it. Yes. All right. Here we go. Share my life. Take me for what I. Cause I'll never change all my colors for you. Take my love, I'll never ask for too much. Just all that you are and everything that you do. I don't really need to look very much further. 
gonna have to go where you don't follow. I will back again. This passion inside, I can't run from myself. There's nowhere to hide. Well, don't make me close one more door. I don't want to hurt anymore. Stay in my arms if you dare. Must I imagine you there? Don't walk away from me, no. I have nothing, nothing. Nothing if I don't have you, 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 whatever you release in your life, I will purchase. Whatever, like, just like pick up the Bible and just start like singing, singing scriptures, and I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. I, I do want to touch on this before we get off. Um, you've mentioned a lot about your faith. Um, mm -hmm. can you talk um a little bit about how your faith has carried you, um, through this journey, um, towards towards finding yourself in music. Finding myself in music, I believe that God has shown me through various occasions that when I am singing, whatever it is that I'm singing, I should do it through him. Mm. And I say that because sometimes I'll sing something that has nothing to do with scripture. And somebody's like, I felt God. And these are people who may not even believe, but mm. I've heard that before. And so it's, rare that God will give you confirmation that clearly. So I do believe that God has been telling me that everything that I do should be through him um, and it's scripture, that whatever we do, we do for him. Mm. So whatever my work is, but in music, I, I haven't always been confident. I like my voice. And there has been a lot of ebb and flow with my confidence and my self-esteem mm. when it comes to both singing on stage and singing in front of a camera. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I, I can't even tell you. Once I get over something, I tend to forget exactly what it was like, but um, I know that there was a point in I couldn't even get one video in without judging myself. And calling, you know, calling something or another thing in the performance a failure and yeah. saying like, you know, having perfectionism. And I'm pretty sure this perfectionism side of being an artist, any art that you do, not even just singing. But uh, but God has shown me through, through different people. So I had a coach one time to say, embrace your mistakes. And when he said that to me, I knew immediately that. I didn't have to be a slave to my own mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, and since then, I think I was what, 15 years old when he said that to me and it stuck. It really stuck when he said, embrace your mistakes. Yeah. Best advice. And um, 
even to this day, I try not to judge myself in the middle of singing, but God has shown me, I, I just definitely believe he's been showing me through different people. Every, wow. every step of the way, he's just carried me. And um, I would pray like, God, what do you want me to do today? Like, what do you want this to sound like? Who do you want to touch? And why am I even doing this? Should I be doing secular music? Should I be doing gospel music? What does it look like? And then he'll just put another opportunity in front of me like this. And he'll just give me the confirmation or the guidance in the middle of it. Mm. I love that. I love that. Wow. That's powerful. What do you think, Isis? That was amazing. I know that was I know that was long-winded. <laughs> oh no, 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 we no, trust me, we don't mind long answers here. I'm trying to give her a chance to ask her last last ask her last question before I start to close. No, she said her favorite songs to sing. She okay, said her favorite well, songs. What are your three favorite songs? Hmm. It's the hardest question in the world, I think. Um Knocks Me Off My Feet by Stevie Wonder. Yes. Will someone ever look at me that way? But Shalea's version, if you guys haven't heard that, it's not a song that she wrote, but Barbara Streisand made it famous when she did her musical called Yentl. But just, just go to Spotify or go to YouTube. Will mm -hmm. Someone Ever Look at Me That Way by Shalea? It's just good content. And... PJ Morton, how did I forget PJ Morton when you asked me about who who influences me? Yes, PJ, nuts. Uh, and her, I forgot her too. But. Oh, her is nuts. Anyway, PJ's song, Claustrophobic. Yes. That's on like every playlist I have. Yes. That song's like on every, it's like, yes, 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 all of them. Right now, that's my concise answer. There are a million and one songs that I could have yeah. chosen, but those three just came to mind. What are your three favorite songs, Isis? Yes. My three favorite songs are... All Glee um, versions. No. Go ahead. Some of them, but some of them. But, <laughs> so, um, yeah, Someone Like You from Adele. Mm -hmm. um, you'll Be Back from Hamilton. Yes. Like, um, Jonathan Groff singer. And um, don't stop believing Glee version. Yes. Yes. She likes the Glee version of everything. She's cultured. <laughs> See, I did good. Did I do well? Yes. Thank you. All right. Cool. All right. So she loves Glee. She's seen every episode of Glee. That's right. So yeah. I'm a fan of Glee. Yes. So. What's your favorite character. Oh, um. What was Alex Newell's character? Alex Newell. Isis. Alex, no. Do you know? It was the other black female, but like black guy, but was a um, was like in the trans community. Unique. Unique. Yeah. I I don't know her real name, but yeah, her real name is Alex Newell. Oh, okay. yeah. oh wow. So mm -hmm. this, this person was on Glee and they, they're in the trans community? Yes. And she's bound right now. Um, 
Zoe's extraordinary playlist, it's the character Mo. She's the character Mo. Okay. Nice. Well, look at that. I, le- I learned something new just watching yeah. you two. Um, Isis, next question. My last question. You, you know the question. You don't got to look at it. Go ahead. You know the question. Oh, so to end this call. As we begin to wrap. As we begin to wrap. <laughs> to end this broadcast. What are your... What, no, no. How, what, can you on how can we find you on social media handles and... Yeah. How can we find you on social media? Okay, so you can find me uh, on Instagram at Rachel Sim Web. That's R A C H E L S I M W E B B. And you can also find me on Facebook. I don't get on Facebook at all, I don't get on Twitter. You can probably just find me here. So this video is actually live on Facebook right now and YouTube. So I hopefully you'll friend me so I can at least tag you in the video and yes. like your people can see it. Like that's yeah. that's what we do. We we have a small community here, but we're growing. And like you said, um, I don't I don't chase with this show. We don't we don't try to chase like vi- vi- viralness. We really just want to create a genuine um, show where people can come on and and have great discussions and like be exposed to like dope people like you. Um, I was I wanted to say before we close that one you remind me of my daughter um, Javaria who's watching. Um, because you are a sweater turtleneck girl and she is a sweater turtleneck girl. I want to show her picture. I don't know where she went. She is at Clemson university and she is 18 years old. And she also sings. She also deals with, um, um, confidence, but she's such a good singer. She's such a good singer. And, and, and I hope that listening to you tonight gave her some confidence because she's also an amazing singer. Um, but yeah, she it's once you remind me of her, just your mannerisms and like your sweater. So <laughs> thank you for that because we miss her. And she's, Love she's it. Um, and secondly, I just want to say I, w- I want to thank you again and encourage you um in your journey to to remain uniquely and genuinely who God has made you and the person that God is 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 pushing you to be. I know um that we all have our struggles and we all have our things that we deal with, but I want you to know that that God made you special. And 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 girls like Isis need to see special ladies like you, um, because they they give she, people like you give girls like her um, a real reason to to believe in themselves and to believe in what God can do through them. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, this has been an amazing time. Nice to meet you, Isis and Javaria or Javaria. 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 Nice to meet you, even though we didn't meet. Um, this is an amazing platform. I, I wish you the best and I like pray blessings over your entire company and all the things that you do with songwriting and interviewing and all the other things you do. I'm pretty sure you're a jack of all trades. I'm um, a jack of mad trade, Joe. Yeah. And your family, yes. And pray blessings over your family, your wife, your children, if you have oh. a dog. This is, I've done I've done 132 episodes. Nobody's ever prayed blessings over my family. Thank you. That means a lot. Of course, of course. That means a lot. And I want you to make me one promise. Mm-hmm. If you ever, when, one, when you release that song, that you'll, you'll send it to me. But two, when you decide to release an album, whenever it is, you'll come back so we can do a check-in and, and find out where you're going. Like, And I don't even care like if you just, like, even if you don't have music coming out and you just want to come on a platform and talk to people. We will be, we're your South Carolina family. 
Okay, come on, South Carolina. <laughs> I feel like I knew that. Are you? Do you consider yourselves to be in the South? We 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 are. We South Carolina created the South because, like, when when the the North when the South seceded from the North, Charleston, South Carolina, wrote the chap chapter, and like they were the first state to secede. So we sort of are officially the beginning of the South. Mm-hmm. North Carolina is also a part of the South. Virginia doesn't think they're the South, but they're definitely the but South. But they are. Yeah, they're definitely the South. Now, Florida is not the South. How so? Because Florida is its own country. You know what? They are different. They're different. Florida's just a different place. Florida's a different, different place. But Texas, y'all are the South. Y'all came late to the party, but y'all are the South. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah I mean, y'all, y'all did. Y'all did. Y'all still <laughs> Mexico. Y'all like Northern Mexico. Right. Yeah. And I wish I could speak Spanish. All I can do is like in the chat lines. That's, I don't know if I told you, but I do retail right now, which uh-huh. is over. I This is my last week. But um, <laughs> thank God. I, sometimes I get a customer who speaks Spanish and like I'll tell them their total in Spanish. Ah, nice. These days it's more difficult because okay. I've been but anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. This has been great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. Any parting thoughts before we close? No, I don't have anything in my head right now. I'm just living on cloud nine right now. I'm just I'm like, yeah, you you and you did it. I mean, like you you, yeah. you really did. Oh, I gotta ask this question. What happened with Dream Girls? Oh yeah. Okay, really quick. Very quickly. Didn't work in my schedule, um, and knowing that. I had a job in retail, like we were just talking about it. Retail, you cannot take weekends off. Yeah. So I was hoping to kind of like switch up my schedule, work in the mornings and then catch the rest of the rehearsal in the evening time or the rest of the afternoon. But all in all, it didn't work in the schedule for Dream Girls. And so they were just like, you know what? It's okay. Maybe our next performance. So I was okay with that. How dare they? Yeah. Hey, you know, things like this happen all the time. It happens all the time in show business. Mm -hmm. It's part of the game. Yeah. Whatever you I want to say that you did really good and your voice is amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you, Isis. I accept (laughs) it. She's she's very encouraging. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you, Rachel. You you are an amazing, amazing human being. And I cannot wait to see what you do in the future. God has definitely got his hands on you. And I want to thank everybody for watching. This has been Real Talk with Rajan Tuesday night. Tomorrow night, we'll be back with Dr. Wes Bellamy, who is a South Carolina native. And he's currently a city councilman in Charlottesville, Virginia. So we're going to talk to him. He was a councilman when the whole thing happened with the young lady getting run over during the Charlottesville um, protests. So we're going to be talking about, you know, all things going on politically. We're going to talk about Black Lives Matter. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world. Um, my name is Rajon Lewis. This has been Real Talk with Rajon. Always remember that God is everything, and without him, we are nothing. So never forget where your help comes from. And if a man doesn't stand for something, he's bound to fall for anything. And that's Real Talk with Rajon. Peace. Yeah. Oh, where's my brand stuff? Uh, oh, I don't got no music. So we're just going to cut it without music. Peace. <laughs>